You know, there are people that have kids that say, you know, they need to get their yayas out. Uh, my son likes to roughhouse. So there are some Quebec elementary schools that are experimenting with the idea of letting students play rough at elementary school. In November, uh, one elementary school called Quatrevins Elementary School um, launched a pilot project supervising rough play zones. We're joined by their principal, Shirley Bernier. Shirley, can you explain how these rough play zones work and how they came about? Everything has started last year with our preschoolers. Uh, because all the um, all the teachers and the edu- educators from uh, the daycare has been trained for the program Active au quotidien. That's an approach uh, for the kids to be active, to have an active school, to be active through their learning, everything in, in school. So at the daycare, they have to be active. And uh, last year, we had uh, this pilot project with our preschoolers because it all go to recess uh, with the elementary students. So we let them play physically. This year, when they uh, they grew up, they, they're in grade one now, and uh, they go to recess with all the other students. And the other students were asking me, well, Miss Shirley, can you tell me why I can't do that and why this uh, grade first uh, can do it? He can push, uh, uh, he can pile up, uh, he can grab the other and roll over and, uh, well... So uh, we had a um, small committee to think about uh, what we could um, implement in school. So we decided to go through all the 21 classes to show them how to play, what's acceptable, what's not acceptable. So there are uh, strict rules that they have to follow. They have to be volunteer first thing. They have to choose a partner. They have to be face-to-face. And they can push. They can pile up. They can grab the other one. They can wrestle in the snow. And there's a, a limited zone with orange cones um, on the, um, the soccer field. Uh, so it's forbidden to hit, to kick, to uh, to bite, to throw things. Uh, so there's no violence there. So if someone wants to, uh, wants to hit, there's always either an educator or a, a teacher around the zone to uh, survey. If there's a student who doesn't do it well, he's automatically taken off the zone. So he has to stay with the adult and watch how to play, uh, watch how to do it uh, properly. I noticed you used the pronoun he. Are there more boys using rough zones than girls? Well, now there are more bo- more boys, but there are girls also. And how many kids are in a rough zone at once? Uh, well, when, when when we opened up for the whole school, we had about 40 students at each recess or during lunchtime. But now it's about 15. And we can see that the um, the grown-ups are not very interested in uh, in playing in that zone uh, especially the younger the younger ones preschool grade first uh, grade 1 grade 2 students they they go there regularly and uh, they have the need to um, to express their energy because some of them uh, it's not the, it's not enough just to run around the, the schoolyard or uh, slide on the on a snowbank so it it's, it's um, how can I say it? It expends their energy, and so then That's they behave right. differently in class. Are you finding That's there's right. a difference? There's a difference with some t- students because when they come back in class, um, they're more relaxed, they're 
they can learn better too because they're uh, they're relaxed. Do you remember a moment where uh, the idea was brought up that you should create rough play zones? Was it people looking at the preschoolers, you know, pre grade one and saying, you know it what, these natural. kids are, yeah, they're naturally doing this. That's right. They were naturally doing this, and they were always telling them, "Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that." So we, we, we managed to 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 implement some rules to make sure that everybody can do it the right way. Have you had any pushback from any parents that say, "No, I don't like this"? Some parents are fearful. So what I tell them is, if you don't want your kid to go play in that zone, just tell tell your kid first, and then tell the the teacher. So the teacher will tell the students, well, you, you cannot play in that zone, and that's it. Because that zone is very, well, it's it's for all the students who are volunteer, mm-hmm. and they must have fun while playing there. Because if, for example, there are three students piled up on each other, and uh, the one that are, that is on the bottom, well, he says stop, because that's the magic word. And if he says stop, Arrête. well... No, 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 it's stop. It's stop. Well, it's yeah, not a red. It's, it's in English. No, no that's it's funny. Not it's stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, magic word in English. Um, if he says stop, don't, uh, the other students, they have to, to, to limit out, let, let him out of the game. And uh, after that, he, has to de- he or she has to decide if he's going back or not. And in the summer, will you have roughhousing zones? Because you were talking about how they wrestle around in the snow in the winter. Yeah, we wrestle in the snow, but in the summer, what we plan to do is wrestle uh, on a, on grass. Okay, wow, because yeah. that's gonna. You wonder how, how parents will react to that because it's a, you know you go you fall down hard on the grass. There's a little bit of, more of a, an impact there than it is on the snow. Yeah, grass or sand will adjust to the to the schoolyard. I love that. Thank you so much for your time. I understand that there's some things going on at your school that you have to take care of today. That's right. (laughs) So I appreciate your time. (laughs) Thank you very much. Thank you. Merci beaucoup. Bye. That's Principal Shirley Bernier from Quatrevin Elementary School in Quebec. I love what they're doing in Quebec. You know, a a lot of times we, we here in Ontario criticize what's going on in Quebec. But this... I think they have right. A pilot project, supervised rough play zones. Now, yeah, admittedly, when I first read the headline on this, my eyebrows were raised and I thought, oh, brother, here we go. What is this going to look like? And then when I heard that they had sessions to teach kids on how to fall down without hurting themselves, well, does not defeat the purpose because... Isn't that kind of how you learn where what hurts and what what not to do and how to learn? Like you don't get taught that you have to fall down in order to learn that. Yeah, but I think we've gotten to a place, a time and place where we bubble wrap our kids so much that they don't learn. And the reality is, anybody who has you know a feisty little guy in their lives knows that pushing and shoving goes on. In fact, um, there are scientists that say, look at to act, you know. In every animal species, they've been play fighting since the dawn of time. That's what these kids are doing. Yeah, like put two puppies together. That's yeah, all they, they do is play they fight. They roll around. Yeah. Mine still do. Yeah. Um, yeah, totally. Might tug on each other's ears and stuff, but it doesn't get out of hand. And you can, it... yeah. And if it does get out of hand, mm-hmm. somebody will kind of, yeah, and yeah, it and shuts it, stops, it down. Yeah, totally. And then they take a little time out. And then, you know, they'll decide when they want to play. So this is interesting because what I love about this is, is it's, uh, a little zone, and you have to volunteer to be included. So if you're a kid, and then there are a lot of kids that don't like to roughhouse. 
they're there too. So they're not left out. They are leaving themselves out. I love this idea. I want to open up the phone lines here. Should Ontario elementary schools look into adopting rough play zones? Do you think this would serve your child well? Do you have a kid that is just um, a ball of energy, needs to expend the energy, and also needs to know where the line is? Because as the principal was saying, when they cross the line, if they move to hitting or biting, they're immediately pulled out by the ref, who's a teacher, and they have to wait and sit and watch and see how the other kids are playing roughhousing. And then when they feel they're ready to play like that, they're allowed back in. Because I feel like we're at this point in time where getting physical is not allowed at all. And that that's detrimental as well. Yeah, there needs to be a balance. Yeah, there's no balance. And no. so this is the pendulum swinging the other way. But it's not total mayhem. It's not Lord of the Flies. It's Who's supervised. Got the conch? Yeah. yeah, there's a teacher out there because this used to happen unsupervised and then it would get a little intense. Everyone's getting bitten. When we were kids. I don't remember anybody getting bitten. I'm just teasing. In the schoolyard. Hey, Sarah in Newmarket, welcome to the show. Why don't you start us off here? Do you think this is something we should look into? Well, yes, I do, because I have a a three-and-a-half-year-old little boy. Well, generally, he's either a um, T-Rex or a Power Ranger or a Ninja Turtle. So you can just imagine he is all about rough and tumble. Like, there's nothing dainty about this boy, and he likes to have... And he's he's not being mean or anything. He just... He likes that grappling. He loves it. And I don't know how many times he, like, sneaks up on me. So I hope when he goes to kindergarten that they have something like this because otherwise he's going to be in trouble all the time. I, be- I believe the buzzword for your kid is active, isn't it? Oh, my. Oh, he's, he's a typical active little boy. Yeah. 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 So our T-Rex, he prefers to be called T-Rex most of the time. So, <laughs> Well, I, I yeah. like that you're indulging him with that. There's nothing wrong uh, in indulging your kid if he wants to be called a T-Rex and, you, you know, know walks like a T-Rex, behaves like a T-Rex. Why not? That's, that's how they learn. Imaginative play is being, is, is we, we say, I'm actually a teacher on mat leave, and we say we want kids to be imaginative, yet we, we, we scare the crap we, we scare it out of them because they're not allowed to they're not allowed to express anything that might look at all aggressive. It's sad, except it's imaginary play. And imaginary play is what builds boundaries. It was, it's what builds friendships. It, it's what has to happen. And it's well, so what about the-, the truth to it that little boys in particular like to be a lot more physical. And we have to stop demonizing that well what about the idea that you should keep your hands off other people well but if it's completely consensual then no we don't okay so the other kids have volunteered yeah i'm in you're in let's do it yeah so so we basically said yeah keep your hands off of each other even if you both want to participate it's still it's still bad well no it's not that's not how adult life works it's not how any relationship works outside of being a little kid i mean you can't go off hitting people so i I actually really like this program i wish we didn't need it because i wish we could let kids be kids Mm -hmm. somewhere somewhere along the line we we lost that um sarah you were saying that you're a teacher sorry to interrupt you there so you're a teacher would you think that this would cause your job to be easier or harder in the playground because instead of you know having to stop and say don't touch each other don't touch each other now you're going to have to make sure that you're breaking up and really being conscious of what 
that rough play is going to be like. I'm doing that anyway. Mm. But I'm but I'm I'm sending kids to the office. I'm getting them in trouble, sending them to the wall at this point. So I'd rather be saying, here's how to do it without getting in trouble, kids. Yeah, the wall right? is a bit extreme. I don't know <laughs> if they're... But that's, but that's, that's, I can't have, like, I mean, it's, yeah, you're right. It absolutely is. But that's, I mean, you get kids who, who their, their frustration level and boredom level gets to the point where it gets over the top. Yeah. Right? So this is, this is where we can help them channel it in a bit more of appropriate way. Um, and to avoid all of the, this nonsense of, of getting into trouble. Um, I, I appreciate I that. I with my son all the time. I love it. And I'm teaching him to be, to be as gentle as he possibly can. And if I say stop, stop. Yeah, okay? and I love you've got a safe word. I appreciate the call, Sarah. And I was thinking, you know, the wall, of course, winter is coming. Hey, Mike and Waterdown, you think this is a bad idea? love to hear your side of this. Uh, I, too, am a teacher, and I've never heard such junk science in my life. Uh, For the first point, the analogy of animals, they play like that because they're predatory, and that's what they do. That's going to be a life skill. Uh, As far as I know, we're beyond that, so let's scrap that junk science. The big thing I'd like to know about are what what is the liability um, in Quebec as compared to Ontario? Legally, no one can ever sign up to be hurt in any way in any Ontario school. So signing a waiver or being a volunteer, that negates that it would never stand up in a court of law. This is why we don't have rough play anymore, is from the amount of people that have sued school boards in the past years. I played tackle football at recess my entire life growing up as a kid, until the one who broke his leg had to, or not, maybe a he, maybe a she, Mm -hmm ended up suing the school board. Insurance rates go up, and that's why it's not allowed. I'd like to see this play out in Quebec. All right. I, I, pr- I appreciate I the call, Mike. The legal issues are coming. Other side of the story, I appreciate that.